the highway. We up the Marriott, meet me in the lobby. Loud, loud smoke, I don't do the Marley. Strike on come up as he taking over my body. It's your new favorite cross-dresser, the Aurora Fever. And to my right, I have... What's up, y'all? It's your favorite player, Lex, two O's. And to my right, right, I have... <laughs> what it is, y'all? It's 50 Sage again. And we are here with another trip, y'all. This one is called A Whole Lot of Grown Sheep. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. But since we didn't got our intros out the way, let's do a little recap. If you have not listened to our latest episode, which is... A whole lot of black sheep. Go ahead and do that. Okay? <laughs> also, while you there, go ahead and subscribe, comment, and share. Do all of that. Okay? All of that. But let's get into this recap. So, last episode, we talked about CP time. We talked about black moms and those lectures that you get before you go in the store. You know, don't touch shit. Don't look at shit. You ain't getting shit. We talked about being black in today's society. Being woke and what it is to be woke. And we talked about the infamous cookout that apparently only a select few white people are invited to. But let's jump into this episode, y'all. We're talking about being grown. And one thing when it says, like, I saw a meme the other day. Not grown. Right. Not grown. (laughs) (laughs) They out here fighting this shit. (laughs) But I saw a post a little while ago that said, when you was little, what's the one thing that you um, wished for that you wish you had never wished for had, now that you um older? And it was like um, being grown. Because, you know, when you was little, you was like, oh, I can't wait to be grown. Have my own shit, do my own thing, da 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 Not knowing that that's, all that shit comes with bills, okay? <laughs> with a capital B. <laughs> <laughs> capital everything. Okay? And them shit come every fucking month. Sometimes twice a month. You know what's crazy? Like, my older cousins used to tell me when I was, like, little that, oh, you gonna wish you can go back to these times? Mm-hmm. Right. Things right now, you got it good. And the whole time I'm looking at them like, oh, nah, right. nigga, you out here living your life. Right. You out here popping bottles. <laughs> I'm sitting here, I got a bedtime, I got to have a TV on. Right. You talking about, I'm gonna want to go back, but man, was he right, man. Okay. Well, I don't want to go back that far. I want to go back to, like, high school. Because in, like, high school, I wouldn't earn... Well, I wasn't growing in high school. <laughs> but in high school, it was just like, I could still do what I wanted to, kind of. But I still had restrictions. But it was still it was still cool. Like, it was bearable. And you feel like your restrictions were normal? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. All right. So, for the people that don't know you, what were those restrictions? Um. So, I grew up in a very like religious household so I was always in the church like I was born and raised in the church <laughs> so really I didn't really have any connection to the outside world it was really just church and school that's really all I knew we didn't I didn't have cable growing up wow not even yeah. the bunny years bro we had a um, converter box so we got like um basic channels so you had knew about my bitch Reba though oh yes I my life is who I wanna be. mom who works too hard loves Oh, let me stop for Right. But anyway. 
But yes, girl, I knew all about Reba McIntyre. I did watch the CW, so I love like um, I like half CW and half. too. Half and half of my shit. Now. Yes, and what's the um um the one with Kiki? Um, I mean, not Kiki, but one Kylo on one. one. Yeah, one on one. One on one. Yeah. I love that show. Arnett's <laughs> fine ass, and his band was Zon Rowan. <laughs> when his name spelled backwards. With, uh, you look like the type of nigga that like corny ass nigga. Right? <laughs> Cause Arnaz was that nigga, bro. I loved Arnaz. He had the prettiest eyes. Nice look body, nice look complexion. He was cute. That ain't even talking about dudes you looking at nowadays. It's not, but back then he was everything. <laughs> but yes, let's talk about like how fast these bills come and not realizing it that it was gonna happen like this. Because I tell you, like when I got to college, I didn't really, I don't really know, I didn't really know how to pay a bill. <laughs> oh, I didn't man. know what a bill looked like. These niggas ain't had bills. Right. <laughs> ain't never seen one. Don't know one. You no. want to be fast and move off campus. Right. Get real but right, responsibility. But <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? This shit. I'm gonna sound so irresponsible to say this, bro. <clears throat> I moved off campus so I could smoke in peace. I'll be real with you. I'm not even gonna flex. Like I mean, moving off campus, we only save like a hundred dollars a month. <laughs> so like, it it was just a choice. Like our school went green, and I had just went green, so <laughs> <laughs> I needed to go. But I feel like I don't know. Like now, I, it was the bills was cool at first. Cause I mean. You got like refund check. You got okay. all this good stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, girl, I drop six months tomorrow. Okay, but right. like right now, I'm living a real ass life. So girl, I don't have four thousand dollars about to hit the account tomorrow. And then, right. <laughs> back then, I didn't have a car, and a boy, I wanted one. And now that I have one, it's just like then another bill. Another okay, bill. That's create. Being an adult is literally about creating more bills. Well, I ain't feeling like that. Right, you're right though. I feel like having a car is like having a baby. Oh yeah, that it shit. Is. It just Jean Grey. That's my car, y'all. Jean Grey. That motherfucker know when her mama about to get some money, okay? Because that's what she <laughs> saw going the fuck food. <laughs> Girl, I just hope little old um Cameron. I hope she don't do me wrong, good. <laughs> Cause that's, right now we good. That's what I said. I thought about trading my car in for a new one. But I was like, I'm almost done paying for this one, and right. I ain't trying to pay no more car payments. Oh, so I'm gonna ride this car to the wheels yes, fall bitch. off. That motherfucker. <laughs> I'm here for paying off, girl. Okay. Then shit. No debt. 2018. <laughs> okay. <Well. laughs> Less debt. 2018. <laughs> <laughs> right. No student. Still got student loans. Right. So oh, somebody's gonna got that money. Okay. <laughs> then once you get all your bills straight. You feel like you got a little time to splurge and mm-hmm. just so happy something something right. some I'll unexpected expense gonna come. Like the car, some shit, something go wrong with your car. That's so that's mean. like so you just basically saying like being adult broke is having all your bills paid but not really having money to splurge or have fun with. Like it's always money for uh, some expense. I won't say that's for like all adults I would just say that's for the adult level that we're at right now like now I understand what my mama used to say when she be like when she used to be like I'm broke but I like I knew she had money but now I understand like what she was saying like I got it but girl I ain't got it right Mm -hmm. 
That's to make sure we got everything right. else and keep what we got. Well, girl, I definitely right. understand that now. Put some away for a rainy day. I'm feeling <laughs> right. That shit go back to what we talked about last episode with that whole that best of black mom shit. That's one of the times where you gonna get that you got McDonald's money. <laughs> okay. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, also comes with being grown is like holding yourself accountable for your actions and knowing that you have the power to, you know, steer your own life or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, oh, you can't use that excuse. Oh, she made me do it. You know, or you made me do it. No, you have your, you're grown. You have your own mind. You think mm-hmm. for yourself. You know what I mean? Because you will find yourself in situations where you may be not even doing something that you aren't even, you just there, you know, just in the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong people. And because you're there, you're guilty too. I didn't think about that shit a lot. Like, what if I just end up in the wrong place one time? And like, how quickly that can change your whole life? Right. Like, dang, you just standing there, and now you can do something that can like possibly like see you in jail for a long time for or real. some shit. See, that's, that's why we don't get to go to the plug. Okay. Always watching. It ain't even going to the plug. One time I had a. Um, a friend asked me for um, a ride, and I didn't think nothing of it. He said something, you know, was wrong with his car. So I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I'll take you to wherever you need to go. He's like, okay, can you take me to this apartment complex, and then can you take me back to my house? So I'm like, yeah, I take him to the little complex. He did what he did. Then he get back, in the, he gets back in the car, and while we we're like talking, it's kind of implied that he just went to the plug. And y'all know we smoke a lot of weed, so I know when you know weed is in my presence and uh it became apparent that he didn't have weed he had something else so like the whole time i'm i'm driving back to his house i'm just like okay damn like i gotta get (laughs) i gotta get this man home and get as far as as far as possible away from this man because he has a drug in his pocket and this is my car so i could go away for a long time just for just for Doing a favor on some shit I didn't even know about. I had to put right. two and two together to get that mm-hmm. shit. See, that's why you can't be helping people out. Cause, right, like, you gonna tell me some stuff like that. Then That makes me feel some type of way. Like, just looking at them as a person. Like, why would you put me in that situation without my consent? Like, you... You didn't. You was only thinking about yourself. You didn't. You wouldn't think about me at all. Cause if you would have thought about me, you would at least, you know, what I'm saying, told me what was going on to give me the chance to decide if I needed to give you that ride or not. Right. That is some. That's some heavy shit. Girl, what if you? Oh my god. Right. What if I? If you would have. Right. If you would have went to jail, girl, I would have been so hurt. I wouldn't have <laughs> been going to jail. But I was going to prison. <laughs> If you had went away, that would have changed my whole life. Like that experience alone, like being probably be, I don't know what it's like to be in no fucking jail. Oh. I don't. I mean, you know what I'm saying. I don't watch a TV show here and there, but right. I still feel like even that don't depict what's really going on, mm-hmm. like behind the scenes. And that ain't something I'm really trying to find out. Well, that brings you to making right and wrong decisions, mm-hmm. like. At what point do you think people start feeling like they know the difference between right and wrong? That is a very debatable question. Because I honestly feel like there is no age where you should know right from wrong. It's just a... It comes comes with experience. You know what I mean? Because it's like 
common sense. Common sense isn't common because common sense is built through experiences, but my experiences are different from your experiences, so your common sense is not my common sense. So, before you get into that any deeper, I'm going to ask you a question. All right. All right, so you know how we were talking about accountability. Mm -hmm. Given the situation I just told you about that I was in, do you feel as though I should feel accountable for what happened? In a way, because you chose to befriend this person. So it's almost like you should have been a better judge of character. Right. And as much as I was like hurt with his decision, I was kind of mad at myself. And I'm like, at the same time, like I made the decision to pick you up. Like Mm -hmm. I was going off my own incentive. Like he told me he would give me X amount of dollars. And at the time that was looking good. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, fuck my car work. I will take you. (laughs) So... And probably been on E too. Right. <laughs> so because I did that, you know what I'm saying, with my own game in mind, yeah, I do I do I do agree. I should hold myself accountable for what happened instead of placing all the blame on him because we're both responsible. Mm. In America's legal system, they ain't gonna see that like that. She was the driver. Right. Da, da, da. I'm just not gonna believe she had no idea. We need a Johnny Cochran. <laughs> <laughs> now, who is the new Johnny Cochran? Girl, we ain't got no Johnny Cochran right now. Your only solution is staying the fuck away from the police. Okay. And it's sad to say it like that, but that really is the only choice. Stay the fuck away okay. from the police. Right. Because I know I'd be scared as hell to get pulled over. Lord. Right, and that's a shame. Like, you got to wait till you get a certain distance when you pass the police officer to feel like relaxed again right because they probably got they probably on the walkie talkie telling the uh, cop up the damn road mm. oh you got this damn car going da 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 you know da 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 right last night I had caught from the plug we met in a public place or whatever and it wasn't until I uh, was pulling out that I noticed a police van was also in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm like on the phone with my girl and I'm like, damn, like the police just seen me. I gotta get back to the house. Like, so I'm trying to figure out how the fuck to get back to the house without getting caught because you know the road from our house to that location is where the police are camping out. Like, mm-hmm. so I cut through some neighborhoods and I was like, shit, I'm a bitch can tell me I don't live back in. I ain't been back here all goddamn day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been nowhere. So, at what age y'all had to start working? <laughs> My girl, it seemed like high school came and my mama became a whole nother person. Like, she was almost like my manager. Like, okay, you need to be out there on the motherfucking websites. <laughs> you need to be applying for jobs. That you need to like see your if your guidance counselor got something in the office where she can help you get a job because you 16. <laughs> <laughs> and even like when I graduated, it was, okay, either you going to school or you getting a job. Okay. So like, she let me have freshman year. She let me have that. But when I came home, Oh, you got to get a job. You haven't been in college one year. You think you're just going to come back in my house and sit all summer? <laughs> <laughs> my mama was not having it. Okay. Well, my parents told me the same thing when I graduated. It was like, you either going to school or you getting a job because you paying some bills. Or you paying rent. And so I was like, I'm going to school. I want to go to school anyway because I want to get off anyway. I was so sheltered as a child. I'm the only child. So, I was so sheltered or whatever. So, I was ready to go. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, like my parents, like I'm the only child, so my parents really don't have money like for anybody else but me. <laughs> so they didn't really like expect me to start working until like, like you said, summer after um, freshman year in college. They was like, okay, you gotta get a job. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was 19. I went out and got my first job at Charlotte Roots. <laughs> and I worked at Charlotte Roots all summer and I had worked my way up to like shoe specialist. Yes. Okay. And then I went and transferred. When I got back in school, I transferred to the Charlotte Roots um, up there where I was going to school. And then at the Charlotte Roots, I went to February 21. But it was like a whole bunch of like just retail jobs because my parents just always just had my back, whatever. Mm. I'm like, so really working for me was just like just so I can do what I wanted to do. Yeah. I'm like, so the freshman year, I wasn't really like working, working. But the summer of sophomore year, <laughs> I was getting to a motherfucking bag. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm talking about a Monday through Friday type bag. Okay. It was. I mean, it wasn't the best of jobs, and I mean, it, it was matter. minimum wage, but, but oh, I was. It was, and I was getting to a bag, bitch. I was okay. still working forty oh. plus hours a week. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because my first job, freshman year, was to not go home, so I took the job. Being a conference assistant, which it wasn't paid, it just gave you like a whole bunch of Ceno cash mm-hmm. and stuff, and you get to stay there for the summer. That's crazy <laughs> because like the CAs now are paid, like they right. changed there so was, much stuff because we was the pilot right. position. So, so walk, right, they always took our feedback on that and they put it in process. I guess so. But you know, yeah, I should go back and ask a backpack. I gotta talk about. <laughs> I had to shout you out for not wanting to go home that summer because if Brittany decided to go home, I wouldn't have had my first job. So when I went home for the break, I actually got a job working back where um, I had been going to school and I had an interview. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I actually got the job and... Brittany was still staying down there because she had decided to work on campus. So she let me stay with her and she took me back and forth to work. And <laughs> I was getting, you know, a little coin. Now that wasn't minimum wage. I was making, you know, I was doing something. Like, girl, I'll be taking $8. Okay. <laughs> As a freshman. Okay. <laughs> I was shitting on these hoes. Okay. okay. With a refund check, too. On the way. <laughs> But that's why I didn't really start seeing like no real, real money until I became an orientation leader like my junior year in college. That's when the money was just like, oh, so people make this kind of money? Like, yeah, girl. Like, <laughs> this is what my man's not my real money? Like, <laughs> I was literally putting like 24 hour shifts. Like, yes. You was getting to a motherfucker bag. It was a lot of work. It wasn't hard work. It was just a lot of work. And it was so much fun. I would, I would do it again with no like hesitation. I wish I had that school spirit. I just don't. I don't. I don't care to be in, in the public eye. Like, right. I ain't got to be the face, cause. <laughs> well, it wasn't really about being 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 the face. It was just. I mean. I love the school, and. But you gotta look at it. Like, I mean, as an orientation leader, like that's what you are. Like, you guys are the select group to represent our school. So yeah, you sure. guys are technically in that time, in that moment. The face. You're the face, like. When you go That's through, like, even, even at the, 
<laughs> Even when we first get there, you know what I'm saying? They place you with an orientation leader, you know what I'm saying? That's the person that's going to guide you that whole day, that whole weekend. So, mm-hmm. to the, say you're not the face is is incorrect, damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, because you don't see nobody else until you, you move in. You could be the one factor that pushes them over and say, okay, you know what? I'm going to go to this school. Because right. at orientation, there's still a time for you to be like, I ain't coming here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said they told us that every morning. I said always put your best foot forward, smile, and be cheerful. Seriously, because you are the determining factor. I love my orientation leader. Even like when I got to campus, every, she was speaking to me every day. Even mm-hmm. now, she still speaking to me. She still talks. She still asks me like, you know, what I'm saying what's going on. And that it's been going on seven years. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the class I ushered in, they gone. But like when um, we were all on campus together, like I would still speak to them. They like if some are still like um still here where um or if some of them are still here they come in the store where I work they will definitely be like hey my quiz you know da 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 like hey girl <laughs> you know <laughs> you know Kiki Parlay but other than jobs and holding yourself accountable and paying bills and all the other stuff let's get into the nasty nasty okay? <laughs> what did y'all think about sex before you had it. Did you think it was like icky, or did you think like it was gonna be good, like he wanted, like he was ready, like he was eager? Okay, mine was both. I had mixed feelings about sex. I I felt like it was gonna be good, but I felt like just me picturing myself doing it. I was just like, oh, right? It's am like, I gonna be am that, I that nasty? nasty? <laughs> <laughs> am I gonna be that nasty? <laughs> or what? But. I mean, my first time, I still, up until that very moment, I was like, am I really about to do this? Am I about to? And I damn sure did. I sure did. (laughs) (laughs) Damn sure did. Stiff what? (laughs) But I was was the same way, like, because, no, I was... I was eager. I remember um experimenting with this guy in elementary school. <laughs> well, it wasn't really experimenting. Like we was just. Ooh, girl, you was early. We was, we was just like um. Right. He was like, "How big is yours?" Like, "Oh, mine is a little." You know, you got boys, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyways, like, most guys, like, they, they compare, like, oh, you're like, no, nigga, your shit shrimp, you know? <laughs> like, but anyways, like, we're like, and girl, I saw his little dick, I said, ah! Like, <laughs> <laughs> you said what? <laughs> I was like, ah! Like, but anyways. But yeah, but then when I actually, like, like, I lost my virginity December 3rd, 2011. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> but I, I was 17 and it was with this guy that we was um, both in the musical, the school musical and literally it was in the dressing room mm-hmm. but like it was just okay, you was... <laughs> okay girl it was like at the rehearsal girl everybody done left, we the only we the last two, and my parents was always late because <laughs> <laughs> I was not driving the end but, um, but yeah girl it was just me and him and like he had like some my dick and then I wasn't doing all that back then. <laughs> it was literally sucking blood. Right now, I was not doing that. <laughs> like, but um, he was suck my dick, and then um, he like bent over, girl, and I had gotten that ass. Uh-huh. 
I was I was in that shit. I was riding that ass because he was a bigger guy, so he like his his bunky had set out. <laughs> he bunky set out, but somebody. <laughs> But yeah, like, I had got in, girl, and I was just riding, 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 whatever. And really, like, mind you, this is, like, the first time that I've, like, ejaculated, like... With somebody else there? Yeah. Well, and even, not, even, not even with oh, somebody else there. Like, I never even jacked off before, before then. So, you saying, and this all still going on at the motherfucking school? Yes. Okay. So, we following the store. Mm-hmm. But like I said, this, I've never, like, I've never jacked off, like... In high school, like, I, I didn't know how to do it. But, anyway, so this is, like, the first time, like, other than, I had a wet dream, though. So, I know how it feels. But, like, I was fucking or whatever, and I was only in it for, like, two minutes. Girl, I had came, I said, oh! Oh! <laughs> I was, I was around, around, like, oh, my God. Like, what is this? What? I had looked down at a whole bunch of white shit. I said, oh, my God. <laughs> So you knew enough to get your motherfucking dick so Girl But not about the motherfucking snot. Girl, I was not ready. I mean I knew about it, I was a plan, but I was not ready. That shit felt good though, didn't it? Right. I, it was literally like a release. Like I felt lighter. <laughs> like I like, you said the baby's the daycare dude. Girl, I felt like I was just like Oof. Just oh. walking around this breeze and like, ooh. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you don't make it. Return of the murder. <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling good, girl. Yes. But oh. like, but yeah, so like that was the first time then. And so like all through high school, like that was like my senior year. So like all the rest of high school, like we would like, you know, meet up in the bathroom. Sometimes a little quickie because he knew I was only going to last two minutes. Lord. And you and said he was white? No, he was black. Oh. But yeah, that was my first time, girl, and I swear to God, it was just everything in the mess at all at the same time. I ain't never slept with no nigga. I ain't never slept with no bitch. It's just like, <laughs> it wasn't even that I wasn't like, even to this day, like I can still tell you when a nigga fine, but they don't do shit for me. Like, it don't do, ah, it don't do nothing for me, and that's how I know. Like, I'm really gay, but... Like, all through high school up until, like, freshman year in college, I was still talking to niggas, like, oh, Lord. <clears throat> I done went everywhere but there. <laughs> like, I, every time, it, like, every time I got close, I just kind of, I pulled back. And I felt like how you felt, like, it was just going to be nasty. And like, when I wanted it, <laughs> when I wanted it, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it. <laughs> At the same time, I started talking to girls in like eighth grade. So like, while I'm still kind of you know trying to talk to niggas, I'm I'm realizing that whoa, like I really like girls. Okay, okay. <laughs> how you said you weren't sucking no dick, girl? I wasn't eating no pussy. Like, ah, exactly. Get that away from me. Exactly. <laughs> yes, am I gonna be that nasty bitch? Right, like, like, and I didn't see that for me. So I allowed myself to stay with. That whole, I just played with that whole nigga thing for a while, like, but when it was time, girl, it was time, and I knew once, once I crossed over, girl, I was done, I ain't went back, I ain't been back, I done cut my hair, I done, right. <laughs> I ain't looking back, right, I love hoes, and they love me, 
in that order. <laughs> Shut up, baby. <laughs> and do y'all feel like <coughs> so like social media is like rushing kids to like into being grown or having sex or like ex- like rushing them to be experimental? Hell yeah, they exposed to that shit at any given time. Like right. every little kid around here walking around with a cell phone, tablet. <laughs> They all on YouTube. They can find any of this shit. They exposed to it all the time. And they wanna try. But do what what age do you feel as though it's appropriate for someone to begin experimenting? Or begin exploring. I don't I don't like the word experimenting. I said I wouldn't really personally I wouldn't really interested in sex until like sixteen, seventeen. Right. Right, around like fifteen I started to get like a little like knowledgeable like I would talk to my older cousins here or there but I wasn't out here trying to fuck them girl <laughs> I was out there <laughs> I was trying <laughs> but it really like you said it really didn't like start until like 15 like 15 I was like why my dick be getting hard <laughs> like, like, and I be watching porn I be like well his dick hard and he be doing stuff with it like I be wanting to do that too like, like girls and boys yeah, when they're ready to have sex because mm. you started at a younger age and we weren't even thinking about that shit right and then <laughs> I'll be firm with you nobody never talked to me about playing with no cat I, okay I had to find out on my own so <laughs> like I ain't knew what being gay was till I was like middle school me neither but I, I just, just knew, knew that, that I was like yeah I was I just knew that I didn't like no no females that's, that's crazy being gay like younger you just you just it ain't gay you just know you different like sure. i ain't like the rest of my cousins i knew i was gay i i right. tried it <laughs> since i was little like i had maybe i don't know what age were you still sleeping on the mats uh-huh, maybe like, kid, like yeah four, four five something but i know i tried to kiss the girl laying next to me on the mat and the teacher had to move my mat <laughs> Real fast, <laughs> and I just feel like I knew. <laughs> I just always knew, but that wasn't the right thing to be. Mm-hmm. So you just felt like you had to date guys or entertain being straight. It was just so crazy because it's like, 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 like said, I knew that I was just different because all the other boys they wanted to be outside and they wanted to be playing and all this stuff. I'm like, bro, it's hot. I'm trying to be inside. <laughs> With the girls because it's cooler in there and we talk about shit that I want to listen to. Like, <laughs> like they watching the stories in there, right? Like I ain't trying to be out here playing no football, getting dirty and nasty. <laughs> but the thing is, like I can do that. <coughs> I can play football. I played football. I played every sport, not every sport, but I played a lot of sports. I just don't want to, and I'm pretty damn decent. Oh, oh, nigga. Now, some sports. <laughs> some sports. Yeah, that nigga only talking all that shit. He only really like football. Yeah, I fuck with football a long way. Right, you get that nigga on the basketball court, all he want to do is back that shit up. <laughs> that's the only way I can get you off me. <laughs> so I can do what I need to do to get to the hoop. But nah. you pretty fucking decent. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take it to the hoop. <laughs> If you're right behind me. <laughs> but alright, y'all. We about to spark up. 
So, <coughs> here are the songs we listen to this week. We're gonna start. We're gonna kick it off with mine because <coughs> I feel like it's the most chill and lit one for you know the spark up. <coughs> and it's called "Rose in Harlem" by Tiana Taylor off her latest album. Been through more than a little bit, been through more than a little bit But I ain't calling no names out, no, no free promotion Nah, nah, I ain't late, I don't do due dates No sneak this, no sneak shit, that's just how I was raised Had to get it out the soil, I've been down, I've been loyal When you really hold it down, niggas ain't he really down for ya Oh no, what a shame, ten years in a game Niggas like you ain't hot, you ain't pop, yes up with you and yay Okay. <clears throat> Anyways, that was my song, Rose in Harlem, by Tiana Taylor. Next is Bernie's song. <laughs> <laughs> what Bernie got? <laughs> she looked. <laughs> God, that is okay. Niggas going too hard on the smoke break. Right. But she listening to Inside by Trey Songs and Jacquees. No, no. No. Russian Cream by Key Glock. I got big rocks jumping at my brand new pedic watch. Ice, ice, baby, uh-huh. I got a whole lot. Nigga, use a nobody. You ain't got nobody. See niggas, they know about it. These niggas know about me. Step up on the scene, diamonds, blend these whole screen. Check a boy, Louis V. I'm so fresh and so clean, clean. Stuff them bands in my jeans. Slap them 30s in them things. Pull the trigger, let it sing. Then go smoke a Russian cream. I got money blue and green, drop them racks on double G's. Yeah, I'm a Gucci green. Feel like Tarzan all, right, all these trees. I guess I guess I see all these from trap shit. <laughs> 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 Let's jump back into this episode, y'all. We talking about being grown and all that shit and all that comes with it, okay? We talked about bills and how rapidly they come. We talked about being accountable. We also talked about sex. Now, let's talk about... I think I was talking about this with a few of my coworkers about... Or was it with y'all? I don't remember. 
about how um, when people go to jail and they get out, it's like they can't find a job. So, like, the only thing they can resort back to is actually doing more crime. So, they go back to jail. Mm-hmm. And, like, how it's a continuing this cycle. It's the system. <laughs> they go back to the, the shit we were talking about. You know what I'm saying? I don't even want to talk about this shit because I feel like I'm going to draw that line of being too motherfucking woke. Like, <laughs> the white man really got to get a nigga. Well, before we get too heavy... <laughs> And too deep. Right, don't make me leave the bitch again. Let's let's end. Let's 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 go to something like a little bit lighter. Okay. Blue. And let's talk about smoking meat. Some or some trash ass <laughs> shit. And I just wanna say that I'm privileged. <laughs> because I started smoking. I started smoking like gay. Okay? <laughs> Nothing but gay. Gas what I smoked. No. That's <laughs> literally all I knew. Gas, gas, gas. So when I smoked some mid, it was just like, bro, oh, what is that? Nigga, right. exact words were, when the fuck this trash ass shit? No more exact words, I can see his man face. I remember that. I remember that. Oh my gosh, I remember that day. He said something crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny as fuck. But yes, I can't. I can't do it. I, I have. Like the only way I can smoke me is if I'm literally facing it. Like it's all for me. <laughs> oh, you got to like eight back to back. Right. Right. right, right <laughs> I'm smoking like. Them motherfuckers. That shit just nasty though. You don't even want to smoke that shit. Right, they stank as hell too. <laughs> Let's see. You know, it's crazy. Like, where I'm from down mid is the price of like regular shit down here. Like, down here you get 10 a G down. $10 down. They're going to get you a motherfucking blunt. And if you want 10 a damn ground, you will get some motherfucking mid. <laughs> While wow, that shit going to last you three, four days, it's terrible. But like, I take the mid over smoking. See, Quiz, you say you ain't never even. We ain't start you off with no fucking mid, bruh. I right. started off at fucking Reggie, my nigga. That shit so bad, niggas don't even talk about that shit, okay? Oh my god. Niggas don't mention that Reggie Bush, nigga. <laughs> I don't even. I don't, don't know her. That shit. Never been seen her. Trusted and trusted. <laughs> never smoked her. <laughs> you thought mid was some shit, nigga. Reggie just been. Oh, it's been an experience, and I swear to God, boy, I never. So basically, like you smoking like herbs. Well, everyone is an herb. Grace, my yeah. brother been smoking fucking dick out this week. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your mouth! <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> you just don't know what to say. <laughs> you wanted to compare it to you just got food. <laughs> Whatever, nigga. You know what I mean. Like I said, smoking mid is like smoke. You smoke mid if you broke, broke. Man. I ain't smoking that shit. I don't give a fuck if I'm on my last five dollars. Right. Oh, blow the fucking line. I'm gonna roll me a struggle first. <laughs> that might as well be some damn yeah. <laughs> I know. But you better ask somebody to match. Oh, that's that my go to every time. I'll be on my last blunt be like, 
Anybody want a match? It don't even be no match, but you smell a weed in the house, you just come sit on the bed. Okay. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, huh? <laughs> Nah, nah, nah. I can smoke the struggle though because I know those are roaches of gas. And I don't typically, like, I don't smoke a roach down till the shit gone. Like, oh, I say, I, I do it. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if I let my nail grow out a little bit. Oh, right. I be holding the tip of that thing, having just touch my lip barely. <laughs> Gotta get all of that, okay? Every time I ask that nigga quiz to roll the struggle, he got to roll my shit because that nigga shit gone. <laughs> or it'd be like, okay, or it'd be like, if if you wanted to, me to roll a struggle blunt, I would need like, you know, like maybe 10 of my roaches. If I roll with yours, I only need six, maybe five. Because I ain't smoking them hoes down like that. I'd be high up, boy, to put that shit up. Give me five good ones, so oh, I'll make it work. Like I was saying earlier, we 10 a G now. Let's go back to when we was 20 a motherfucking G. Oh, okay. Man, the plug fuck around here, you tell you got that shit for 15 a G? Huh? It was like Christmas around that whole Okay. Day. We saw that whole thing for days, boy. Forward the message to everybody. Whole, right. Whole team getting high. <laughs> everybody done come through. They got their little 15 a G. All about it. Everybody's listening. We had that apartment smoke out all the time. Oh, we had hey. people in and out. Hey. Everybody coming through the smoke. If we knew you on campus, we done smoke with you. Okay. <laughs> But speaking of that then when like um grants were twenty dollars uh, uh I mean grand was twenty dollars. Like I said that twice why. <laughs> like <laughs> But back when grants were twenty dollars, remember we used to like um roll the splits, like have it like um just a little bit of weed and um just a little bit of tobacco Girl, and stretch it. You talking about remember when I just did that for the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Now that was some gay gay. Like <laughs> I tell you, that was some gay gay. That was some gay gay. I used to call my mama every other day, telling her I need twenty dollars for some gay. And mind you, I wasn't lying. I was driving, so I did need you know gay, but it wasn't a gay to go in my car. It was a gay for Miss Damn Blunt. Right. I'm going to tell y'all a story. Like, no bullshit. One night, we went to the club. I don't know if it been Britney's birthday. It was something Britney-related. We been celebrating Britney, goddamn. We went to the club, came home. We had, like, 15 niggas in the damn living room. Britney roll up one blunt, y'all. One blunt allowed sleep the whole fucking living room. Mama this? Sleep Man. the whole fucking living room. We was coming from, you know, we was coming from, um, Kahuna. Co- no, not Kahuna's. The other one. Was I there? Break room. Mm. So you know we was fucked up. Break room. And yeah, you was there. Because your ass was stretched out in the middle of the floor. Right. <laughs> Sleep. Niggas been sleeping in the game chair. Like. Right. Oh, that shit was comfortable as hell. She slept the whole game, bro. I ain't never but seen But we had like plugs that. back then. They was consistent. Okay. And it was you great. That right. right. Now everybody want to be the plug and everybody got this and that. But you know them plugs had shit. Right. All the time. Plugs kick that thing like Bruce Lee. Okay. <laughs> now I feel like he out here doing numbers, numbers. For real. 
I used to always love going over there and get weed because, like, when I go over there, he would be smoking. Mm-hmm. So he'd be like, hey, try this shit out. This, the da 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 da. This is what I got going on right now. When the fuck around and get high up in there, like, yeah, right. nigga, I want Mind this Mind you, I'm sitting in the car, scared as hell because we, <laughs> we in the hoochie. <laughs> the ghetto. The ghetto. Like, when I tell you, we in the ghetto. <laughs> we did. And I'm just sitting in the car. And it's taking her forever. Like, I mean, I'm thinking it's going to be like a little two-minute transaction in and out. No, bitch. This went in, this hoe went in there. And it take like 15 minutes. I'm legit scared. Windows rolled up at all times. <laughs> Car is crunk up because I'm always ready to go. <laughs> like, if anything pops off. Like... Man, we plug and like to talk. Then the nigga had to walk around for a little while. So he had his toolie on him. Like, nigga, I just kind of here get a gram. I ain't about to run off on your ass for no shit like that. <laughs> you done bust my ass for that shit. Man. Right. And, oh, have you ever ran up on the plug? Hmm? Have you ever ran up on the plug? Yeah. Plug has stopped fucking with me after that. <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't my fault though. That been the club fault. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Fuck she was in my Tell the story, shit. girl. Tell the story, girl. All right, so it was one night. Damn, I had got off work. I had hit Brittany. I was like, "Hey, bitch, you trying to go to Columbia?" She was like, "Fuck yeah." So, oh my god, what? I picked Brittany up. We about to go to Columbia. Before we go to Columbia, though. We got to get us some motherfucking weed. So I was a plug, cause we was only doing like a one night stay. So I was like, worried, let me just get a gram. <laughs> Nigga, give me two gram. I ain't say nothing. I'm on 501. <laughs> going home. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga text talking about, hey, you got the wrong sack. I need you to bring that back. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I'm on my way home. <laughs> Right. You know, right. Yeah, he was like, time. you could keep that shit. I ain't pressed up with no $10. I'm like, nigga, evidently you pressed because you done hit me up with right. $10. And I'm like, nigga, ain't nothing I can do because I'm not turning around right. to give you this goddamn gram. And we smoked the fuck. On the way to the trip. <laughs> we did it on the way home. We smoked that shit. So when we got home, we smoked that shit. On the way back, we smoked that shit. For our breakfast, we smoked that shit. <laughs> it was some great ass shit. And we smoked that shit on the way back down the motherfucker. And nigga ain't talked to me since. Oh, shit. Like, shit, nigga, you were from that, so you know. Right. I remember that trip, man. But what you rolling up with back then? Games? I feel like then it was games, yeah. but we were staying in, you know, our, our fancy crib. So mm. by then, oh. it was a box full of games, and, the, and you know what I'm saying, on the table. I know we was rolling games. Remember, you used right. to like. Like swear, like by the Bible, white out. Right. Like what? Because I feel like that shit was just easier to run. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because game has it has um stems and veins and stuff. Right. But game, woo. When um my friend Justin and my friend Molly, we um always lived in the choir with me, girl. Oh, that's some good niggas. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like they was in the choir with me. We used to always go on like choir trips or whatever, and. They were always like driving. I would always ride with them and we were always smoking. They put me on games because the reason why I like it is because they always smoke game green and when game green burns, it smells like right. maple syrup and pancakes. I love me game green. <laughs> oh my God, it's my favorite. Like that's why I was like, yes, I got to get that on car. So mm-hmm. ever since then, I've been nothing but game. 
But then people start saying like gang green is like bad for your heart or whatever. It put holes in your heart. Yeah, I be trying to tell this nigga all the time, stay away from that shit. Stay away from that green shit. That shit is bad for your heart. But I don't understand because leaves are green. <laughs> like it should smell like maple syrup, nigga. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know what the fuck that shit. Maybe it should smell like carbon dioxide. Maybe it's a maple tree. You don't know. Oh, nigga. They don't say they on the wrapper. They tell everything else they got 100% real fruit. It's a natural leaf cigarilla. But they ain't say no maple leaf. <laughs> you know what? But I really just like white out because the flavor was just. Ooh. Ooh. That flavor was just right there. It was potent. Let me tell you what I knew I was doing with fucking white out. It was one day I rolled. I remember, I remember this story. I rolled me a bun fucking gas, bro. Shit was hitting. I probably hit that shit like one, two times. Like, Damn, I'm gonna put this shit out. So with a gang uh, cigar, when you put that shit in the ashtray, the shit just go out. Or like even if you ain't hitting that shit, the shit just go out by itself. But that motherfucking white owl did not go out. So when I look back at the blunt, that shit was a whole long ass train of fucking ash. It had just smoked his fucking self. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the last goddamn day I had smoked a fucking white out. And that was my last blunt. Like, what? <laughs> I would have been pissed. Girl, right. I'm Maybe still pissed. been mad about that shit <laughs> for years now. <laughs> that was the moment that changed my life, though. Like, right. For the bitch. Okay. I don't went through so many game like flavors. Like, but I'm still, no, my favorite and my go-to is always gang green or gang white green. I just love it. I'm trying to get back in, I'm trying to like, you know, get away from doing it because uh, let she keep pressuring me. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm starting to do like um, the gang berry blast. That's Those a, are good. Oh yeah, that's a good one, honey. That's the, good. The, the gang white peach, girl, it's very soft. Yes, yes, good. yes. The, the flavor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do like the diamond though, which I normally don't. Right. That diamond mm-hmm. is smooth. Right. I don't like them diamonds in the silvers, but mm-hmm. that diamond, that right. diamond I, I don't like. I rolling still them. stay away from that black. Yeah, but that yeah. shit hit. That shit hit. But yeah. stay away from that shit. That shit harsh. Too harsh for me. That shit like the black black of my Y'all roll one. <laughs> what? Um, a black re- um cigar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got first came back from uh, Colombia. There is that roll one. You was Damn. here, nigga. You smoked that shit. I did. We had match, nigga. Everybody. Oh, I remember the day, but I don't remember. I don't remember tasting like exactly because we been fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We about to um come on down the highway and knees on down the road. Okay. Signing off. You know, it's your favorite, your new favorite. Crossdresser, the Aroma Fever, and to my right I have. What's up, y'all? It's your favorite player, Lex. And to my right, right I have. <laughs> See y'all later. It's Fifty Shades of Gay. All right, and together we are Juice Boulevard, and this is the, the highway. highway. And we out of here. Bitch, 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 bitch
Take shit.